welcome to the 49th episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast, a podcast where we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. My name is Samantha Blackman, and I'm one of your co-hosts, and I am joined by our uh, two usual co-hosts, as in every podcast night, Alex Lane and Nicole Marie. Ladies. Hello. 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 We should go with the the accent, the British accents. I'm really bad at accents. I was thinking of like it would be fun to do different ones, but I don't. I can't do any other ones. We can do American accents. Yeah, I can only do them when I'm reading kids' stories. America. America. (laughs) You got American accent. American. America. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God! So we're the DTDs that host your show. (laughs) (laughs) DTD. So who are you ladies for real? <laughs> Not it. Oh man, okay. Well, I'm Nicole Marie and I am a gameaholic, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I like to think critically about video games. I like that. That's nice. I like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Alex Lane. I'm not a guy. Um, sometimes people see my name and think I'm a dude. Yeah. You sound like a dude. Bah, bah, bah. Derp, bah, derp. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I am a PhD candidate at Purdue University in rhetoric and composition, specializing in... Do, can I just say that I specialize in anything I want, or do I have to say something real? Uh, I think you just did. Yeah. <laughs> you can make it up as you go along. You're good for that. Specializing in... The video game industry and gender inequities. How about that? I'll find. A, I'll think of a better one next week. But that's what I do. And I Accent am Smith Blackman. I'm an associate professor at Purdue University here in wonderful West Lafayette, Indiana, where I talk about, think about, write about, uh, in addition to a plethora of other things: video games, video games, video games. Um. So that's who we are. Indeed. And who are you? Um, (laughs) Kidding. (laughs) So we'll start today as we usually start. uh, What you're playing, what you're reading, what you're drinking. And then we'll go on to our topic of the week. So, ladies, what are you playing? Who's going first? Sam, you're first on the list. Yeah, you did, Sam. I am really going to start putting myself at the end of this list. All right. I've been playing a few things. Um... On the iOS, I've been playing uh, Life is Magic, um, which is kind of a location-based, I don't know what to call it, half half dungeon crawler, maybe? Um, It's it's fun, and you you play with other people who are around you, um, and you meet them on your party, and they add... To your um, to your like hit points and um, and you take out you take out the the bosses as you go along. It's actually a lot of fun. Um, it's called Life is Magic. I think it was free. Mm. It's been a while since I got it, so I don't remember. But I'm pretty sure it was free. Um, the other game that I've been playing on iOS is Candy Crush. Um, and Alex Lane got me started with that one. It's a it's another Bejeweled kind of clone, 
with a twist. Um, so it's a lot of fun. Um, they throw like they throw different kind of uh, obstacles at you as you're playing your bejeweled clone. Um, it's a lot of fun. Um, I've also been playing the new to me anyway word game Ruzzle, which is kind of like uh, timed boggle, uh, but it's a a, a uh, co-op game. Um, so you play against people that you know. Um, or you can choose random players. It's actually a lot of fun. I, and that was a, that was also a free download. Um, I've been playing a, quite a bit of it. I, as I told Alex, I'm coming up on... Um, I think I'm coming up on 20 um, undefeated rounds. So I need some competition here, folks. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's a lot of fun. <clears throat> Um, and the last game that I've been playing on iOS it is actually available on iOS and PC. Um, and I want to say on Mac as well. I'm not sure what other platforms. Um, it is a um, point and click adventure game um, called uh, The Journey Down. Not and, Journey. Huh? Not no, not Journey. journey. <laughs> yeah, it's different. The, the Journey Down. <laughs> Um, and it's a point-click adventure game, um, and it is um, done by a studio called Sky Goblin. Um, I saw, I don't even remember where I saw this game, um, or saw something about it. It was on some blog I was reading, I'm sure, some game site. Um, but they were talking about it, and and it was interesting because the developers were talking about how they'd done the game and what the art style was. It's, it's got, it's got a, it's very kind of thematically African. Um, and the characters have, uh, the characters actually are fashioned after African masks. And they were like, well, yeah, it's got a real black African theme. And I'm like, Hmm. Mm. And, yeah. I, and which is which is interesting because the the that phrasing doesn't get used too often. Um, it often gets used in South Africa where there are lots of white Africans and black Africans, mm-hmm. right? So I um I googled it and I checked out the studio and and found out interestingly enough that uh, Sky Goblin is not an African um is not an African company team developer um but is rather a i want to say it's norwegian see the norwegian or swedish um and i was like wow that could be mm, interesting um (laughs) so i had to check it out um because I wanted to see how offensive it was really going to be. See, that's a pessimist in me, assuming it was going to be offensive. But yeah, I did. Um, You're usually right, though. Yeah. Also, they weren't like, it wasn't boding well for them. Like, it's about black Africans, even though we're from the Netherlands. Like, no. No. <laughs> you messed that up. Yeah. 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 So uh, I went ahead and said, I'm going to go ahead and give this a try. Um, and I looked for the cheapest version I could find because I didn't want to pay a lot of money to be offended. I wanted to be offended for as little money as humanly possible. <laughs> I could have um, you for free. Huh? 
I know you could. <laughs> um, but uh, so I checked and it was available on Steam. On Steam, I believe the game was like $5.99 or $6.99. Um, but I could download it on iOS and it was uh, for iPad and iPhone for $2.99. Um, and it is available on um, Mac, Linux, Windows, Android, and iOS. Um, but I got it for two ninety nine dollars uh, for the iOS. And I decided to sit down and play through it. <clears throat> it's an episodic game. Um, this is chapter one. They're, they're saying there's going to be four chapters. Um, and I have to say that, okay... Good side, bad side. That's where we're going to do this. On the good side, it was a very solid point-and-click adventure game. There were some things that were a little irritating about it, but you know that I, you can say it's the platform. You know, you can say it, say what you will. Um, but on the not so good side. That would be the bad side. Um, it was every bit as much kind of as offensive as I thought it was going to be. So while it was an African-themed game that was about, quote-unquote, black Africans, um, apparently the people that they hired to do the voiceovers, um, and like, oh, and I double-checked, the, the Sky Goblin is based in Sweden. Um, and there, there are black people in Sweden, believe it or not. They actually have a, a huge kind of international adoption um, rate of, of African-American children in Sweden, believe it or not. Weird things to know about Sweden. Um, yeah, yeah. But they're not being adopted by black people. They're being adopted by by, I guess they say black Africans, I can say white Swedes. Um, I'm just being mean now, right? Uh, <laughs> I don't think that sounded maybe it would if you're from Sweden or white, I don't know. Um, which Alex Lane is neither. <laughs> I, I I meant like a Venn diagram overlap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. White and sweet. Um, so um, it was every bit of as offensive as I thought it was. So I thought it would be. So apparently, um, and I did. I started to investigate, and the voice, the voices of the main characters were actually done by black people. And I don't know if they were black Africans or black Swedes, um, but they were done with heavy Jamaican accents. Why Jamaican? I don't know. I guess that's all they could do. And they couldn't think of what black people sounded like. <laughs> Jamaicans. Oh, black people sound like Jamaicans. Huh. So not only did they sound Jamaican, but every negative stereotype oh, that you God. could think about Jamaicans kind of made it into that game. So there was crime and laziness and stupidity and yeah. Maybe so a home run. It was yeah, yeah. <laughs> right out of the park. <laughs> it's like And it's out of here. <laughs> yeah. Definitely a home run on racism. Um <laughs> See, I was just say we laugh because that's all we can do. You laugh to keep them crying. You for laugh sure. for sure. Um, yeah. So that was what that was. But you know, the sad part about it is, other than that, it was a fairly solid point and click adventure game. 
the puzzles weren't, you know, weren't overly difficult. Um, you kind of, in, in many ways, if you were, I, I played, I've played a lot of point and click adventure games in my day. So it's kind of hard for me to be the kind of barometer for point and click adventure games. Because a lot of them that people find difficult, I find easy because I've been playing them for so long. And I'm like, well, clearly you're going to need this at some point. You're going to need that at some point. So, you know, figure that out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of it kind of unfolded for it, it unfolded fairly quickly. <clears throat> for um, and I and I finished in about, you know, the whole episode, probably an hour and a half, two hours. And that's, you know, with me putting it down and watching TV at the same time and Facebooking and texting and checking on my kids. So, yeah, two hours of, you know, interrupted play. Um and obviously I wasn't, I went back and checked the reviews on, I didn't want to taint my thought with other people's reviews until after I was finished. I wanted to be offended all on my own. <clears throat> or not offended. Or not, or not, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, other people were, uh, clear. I didn't see that other people were offended, interestingly enough. Um, but they were, they were pissed that the episode was so short. Mm. So, you know, they had finished it in like an hour and a half or two oh, hours. More of my racism. Oh, more racism, damn it. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, check it out if that's your thing. And um, <laughs> If racism is your thing, then this is the game for you. you See, we said that about Far Cry 3 last time, too. We should stop saying that. I know. <laughs> Don't make people feel guilty. If you like racism, ugh. You should play these popular well, video games. We're not saying that if you play it, you're a racist or only racist people play it or something. We're just saying, if you're racist first, then check it out. We're Shut being up. helpful to our uh, huge <laughs> audience base here, okay? Or oh if you are not bothered by that kind of racism, or if, like me, you wanted to see it, experience it, have something to think about, think about critically. That's right? probably a better way to think about it. That's the way to think yeah. about it. You want to be able to think about it critically. Go ahead and check it out. And I also see that as I go to the website, they have a a free version. All right. I guess the graphics are retro. Um, and see, it says, Chapter 1 Retro, a twisting tale of intriguing adventure, tons of hand-painted environments, and all original jazzy reggae soundtrack. Free. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So you could check it out for free. You could be offended for free. I wish I had seen oh, that first. Holy but, shit. That's awesome. But I wanted to see the I wanted to see the HD graphics. So yeah, I did I went ahead and and paid for it. It was it was a very pretty game. Don't get it twisted. It was very pretty. Mm. But uh, check it out. Check it out. I'm losing my voice again. I've, I've, I know I can hear it. I don't know. I've been in and out of laryngitis for like a week now. In fact, it's been over a week. <clears throat> so the more I talk, the froggier I'm getting. And I'm I'm not drinking anything hot. Because I didn't want my alcohol hot this evening. I like my alcohol, like my heart. Cold. <laughs> cold, cold, cold. cold. 
<laughs> oh god, that's funny. Oh, you're a horrible, horrible person. Okay, so let me go through a couple of these a little faster. Other things that I played, I played Connect Party for on Xbox Live Arcade. Um, it's a free download right now. It's um, or it was right before Christmas. So another one of those. It's kind of like the Happy Fine. Uh, I mean, the Double Fine happy games that, you know, just you're popping balloons and wearing pirate hats and all kinds of crazy shit. So it was a lot of fun to play with P. Um, Except that, you know, we got a little enthusiastic at one point with popping balloons and we kept hitting each other. Yeah. Which is fine with a <laughs> me, but, you know, not so great when I hit her back. Not, not that I was hitting her back, you know. Let me- <laughs> Oh, God, that sounded bad. Well, let me tell you about my night when I beat my child. Right, that sounded bad. Yeah, this is where editing is really a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) Where I, this part has been deleted. Deleted. (laughs) So that was fun. Um, Beating your child? Beating my child. (laughs) It was a a blast, man. Um, Talk about good times. Talk about good times. And while I had the 360 out, I finished The Walking Dead this week. And we'll talk more about that later. Uh, and, um, yeah, I broke down. And for research purposes, mm-hmm. 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 I purchased a Wii U. <laughs> I like how you prefaced that. It was not my fault. I was in Target. And I had, you know, like my 10% off card and I had like $5 off a purchase and I was over just checking out stuff over in the game section like I always do. And we games were buy two, get one free. So, so that meant... it seems like your fault. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. So I got a Wii. I got the Deluxe, which came with Nintendo Land. And then... I had to find three games that I wanted. Now, there there's some good games out there. If you don't already own them for other systems, which exactly. I, I own them all for other systems. Yeah. So, um, you know, because, I mean, there's Bat- there's the Batman Arkham City. There's uh, Madden. There's Assassin's Creed 3. You own Madden? Call of Duty, not this one. I I buy Madden from year to year if there's been a big enough change because I like football. You know, I love football. Um, but I didn't buy it this year. Um, it wasn't a year that I would have bought it because there wasn't enough of a change for me to buy it. Mm. Um, so there's tons of stuff, but I owned you know three quarters of it, if not more, already. And then with stuff I didn't own already, I didn't really want. So I got Nintendo Land with it. I bought. New Super Mario Brothers U. I bought Zombie U, which I wasn't really dying to play, but I bought it anyway because I was like, I got to buy, you know, two games and get one free. Otherwise, that's pretty stupid. Um, this is how they sucker me in. And then for our free game, we got. This has been like a lesson in capitalism or something. Yeah, and but then we- I had my coupon and then I had my card. Yeah, so you have to buy all this stuff. Indeed. And then I, uh, and then I got the karaoke game because P likes to sing, and she had just said we need a new microphone. So, and she was there, so we got uh, Sing Party, the new karaoke game. 
which I think will be a lot of fun to play. Did you bring um, it to school? Listen, all the grad students. Gaming sing. night. Mm-hmm. I mean, our next gaming day, huh? So did you bring it to the to school and let the grad students sing? It'd be horrible. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's exactly what we should do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I got the uh, Wii U and, and four games, right? Um, and I have played tons of Nintendo Land um, because that's just like mini games. Um, and some of them have been really fun for P to play. Um, so we played lots of that together, she and I. <clears throat> um, but for her, the bulk of her, because she only she gets so much screen time a day. The bulk of her screen time every day has been spent making humans. I think that's so adorable. <laughs> she calls it making humans. Mm-hmm. So every now when you make me's, the little me characters, they go up on a little bookshelf like collectibles. So she just makes me after me after me after me. <laughs> and she calls it making humans. That's pretty fun. <laughs> it's very <laughs> cute. Mommy, I want to make humans. Yeah, that's what she says. Mommy, I want to make humans. Let's go make some humans. Can I make humans? So that's she's so been cute. making lots of humans. Um, maybe she'll be a geneticist when she gets older yeah be or some kind of weird scientist cloning people um i would yeah. make humans <laughs> <laughs> or maybe she'll be uh it all started with the wii u indeed yeah maybe she'll be a fertility specialist and she'll grow babies and test tubes there you go there you go Aww. we've planned out your daughter's life and it's there wonderful. we go you're welcome peanut you're welcome yeah <laughs> And I'm sorry. I'm so and sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and then I, day before yesterday, I actually opened something else and played um, about an hour and a half of New Super Mario Brothers U. Which is actually pretty funny and pretty interesting because you can play with the controller and it shows up on your TV. Or you can play with the gamepad and it also shows up on your TV. But it also gets mirrored directly on your gamepad. So it's like playing on a big-ass DS. Which, because I was tired and I wanted to take my glasses off, I actually did. It's played it on the gamepad. Especially because I've been playing all the Mario games that I've been playing lately have been on the DS. So it felt more natural. And it just was like being mirrored on the huge-ass TV in front of me. Burning up electricity for no reason. So now in hindsight, I should just turn the TV off. Um, yep. <laughs> eh. I decided it's 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it's interesting. The new Super Mario Brothers U was pretty interesting. Some of those levels, even the early levels were freaking hard, man. <coughs> and there's interesting stuff about, you know, playing with the Wii U is that as you get to certain levels, you can actually leave messages for other people on who come along. And so I didn't feel so bad when I had, you know, uh, when I either had to cheat and use Luigi time to make it through a section or um, or I was like failing time after time after time because other people had put this level is freaking impossible. I don't blah, blah, blah. So I was like, OK, so it's not just me. I'm not just a horrible Mario player. Um, but yeah, but some of those some of those uh, levels were really difficult. Um, more difficult than than any of the other Mario games that I played before. So um but, you know, we'll see how it goes. And I'll play with P at some point because we can play co-op where she's a she plays the support role with the 
with the with the gamepad and she can like add blocks for me to jump on. Um That's cool. Right. But when I'm playing with her, what'll probably happen is she'll just pile the blocks on my head and I'll die anyway. So we'll see how that works out. <laughs> and then the last game that I played, um was because I I finally broke down and bought PlayStation Plus so that I can get the free games for the Vita and the free games for the uh, PlayStation 3 is this month's download for the Vita. The free one was Chrono Vault, which is like a time-shifting platformer um, that has like a lot of balance stuff involved because they're trying to they're trying to make use of they're trying to make use of the of the motion in the Vita. Let me just say, unless you already have PlayStation Plus, <clears throat> um, please don't buy this game. <laughs> it's absolutely horrible. The storyline is horrible. The gameplay is horrible. Um, the the mechanics are horrible. It's impossible to freaking control. Um. And it doesn't tell you what to do, what you need to do on any given level or give you any hints. It just kind of drops you there. So it's not even built into the narrative. Um, And sometimes after you fail like six or seven times, it'll be like, oh, what you need to do is this. It's like, really? Wouldn't it be helpful to even let you know that that was a possible mechanic in this game before you expected me to do it? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's horrible. It's really, really bad. And even if you already have PlayStation Plus and you haven't downloaded it, please don't waste your time. <laughs> just, just don't. Just, just avoid pretend you it. Don't see it. Pretend you don't even see it. So that's what I've been playing. Glowing endorsement. All right. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my list is not nearly that long. Yeah, that's an intense list there, Sam. Sorry. Well... Yeah, when you get a new system, though, you can't really. Oh, well, for it, sure. Right? Yeah. See, so I finally dived wholeheartedly into Black Ops Two. Um, so I before I think when we talked about it, I had played a little campaign, and I just couldn't do it because I was so emotionally struck by Walking Dead that shooting people seemed really shallow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I played a lot more of it. Um, I've actually been playing online and just poning people left and right. Nice. And I don't, I don't see, and I can't decide if that's because of their new added element where they try to pair you with people they think are at your skill level. I don't know if that's what it is because apparently everyone at my skill level is no good because I'm just walking all over them. And that's not like that's not even a plug for myself. Like I'm I'm really not that good at these games. Like Did you just start playing the multiplayer like recently? Yeah, I mean like really really playing it, yeah. Like well, probably your level's week. just still low, but you've played the campaign so you're like used to That must be it. Something's going on where I'm playing with people I should not be playing if with. If you keep playing, but... you'll get you'll keep getting bumped up. Yeah, cuz maybe my, they found my... out you had a vagina. like oh oh she clearly needs to be in this level she needs to be at this level well because my spread right now is positive too and that is like phenomenal for me like my overall spread is positive too 
so I got that going on. Um, the campaign I finished, and I really, I was surprised that um, I really liked it. Uh, Alex, did you play through the campaign? No, I haven't played through the campaign. I never played through the campaign. Okay, because the campaign in this one was different in the f- ways that it gave you... And this isn't spoilery at all, just so everyone knows. I wouldn't say it was spoilery. But it gives you options as to how you can act at very specific moments, and it changes the outcome of the game. Interesting. Which I thought was weird for a Call of Duty to do that. That's For them to actually, like, have different... Because normally I feel like I'm just getting from point A to B in Call of Duty, Right. Whereas this one, it was more like, okay, I'm playing, and okay, now I have B or C. Okay, now I have C or D, and it just keeps going that way. So that was cool. That is and then cool. there's also this new mode. What did you say? I said that is cool. Yeah, so they also have um, this new mode in the campaign where it's like... When did they introduce that? In Assassin's Creed Revelations, I think, was the first time that you had, like, that tactician mode where you literally just oversaw, like, you battling large groups of people. Mm-hmm. So they have that now in this campaign, too, where you can play as, like, one of the soldiers or, like, they give you a list of the elements that will be fighting for you. So, like, you'll have the soldiers or you'll have the drones or you'll have the claw, which is, like, their little little remote-controlled tank thingy. And that's a very technical description of it, too. Yeah, it is. That's technical <laughs> so, language right there. Yeah. So how do I explain this in layman's smart. terms? <laughs> yes. It's yes. a thingy. It's called the claw. Um, and so you can put yourself inside of each of these elements, or you can also like control a turret too, hmm. or you can just act as the overseer, and you can just like direct like where they are at different points at the map. And then you have like different goals that you're trying to achieve. So they normally last like nine minutes is the amount of time that you kind of have to like achieve your goal, like defend this point or, you know, protect this person, which was really cool. And you could choose to do them or to not do them. And whether you did them and completed them or you didn't do them impacted how your ending came out as well, which was also cool. Yeah, that's badass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was interesting for a Call of Duty. It made me think twice about what they're doing with them. So that was cool. Um, that makes and me then want to play the campaign, even though I never, ever, ever do that. You should try it. It was interesting. It took me a while to feel really into it. Like, yeah, it did. a while, it like did. ten hours, like Assassin's Creed, or no, ten hours is probably the whole campaign. Oh, good. <laughs> like I finished it this weekend while I was sick, and nice. trust me, I slept all weekend, so it did not take me long. Um, See, I'm the exact opposite. I always play the campaign first, and I rarely play multiplayer. That's why I only rent it. Yeah. It's in this one it definitely felt like less of a Call of Duty for me and that I was really intrigued by the the campaign. I mean, I'm always going to do multiplayer no matter what. That's what I pay $60 for is the multiplayer. And then the the campaign is usually just like an amusing side effect of the game because mm-hmm. it's so so ridiculous. But this one was interesting. It made me think twice about them. So that was cool. I, I would recommend trying the campaign if you normally don't. I think it was interesting the way they did it this time. Um, Sold. 
yeah, so that was Call of Duty. And then I'm not going to say much about this because I'm going to wait for the actual game to come out to really talk about it. But the Dead Space 3 demo is out and everyone who hasn't tried it should try it because it's amazing. Ooh. Yeah, you should do that because it does come out next month. That sounds fun. Yeah, so I would try that. It's really, really good. I mean, I love the Dead Space series thus far, mm-hmm. and they've they've made some interesting changes to it, um, to the point where I'm intrigued and not disappointed. So I'm excited for that to come out. Um, cool. Yeah, and then I I rediscovered my Tiger GBA emulator on my phone, <laughs> which is <laughs> which has long since been banned on the Android like market anymore um so the fact that i still have it on here is phenomenal and i have all the bios so i can download them too oh i found crash crash bandicoot the huge adventure which i mean it's it's just crash bandicoot and i'm sure if you oh there's no just crash bandicoot okay (laughs) it is the crash bandicoot right no i mean it's good it's a good throwback like i I have a hard time with the controls on my phone just because I'm so much more used to it being on a controller just from when I was little playing it all the time. But it is good. I mean, if you had a chance, if you have a chance to find the any emulator, you should and you should you should play any of these games that you can find because they're all phenomenal. Um, or if you just have a Game Boy Advance, you could do that too. Um, but then I also play, I got Castlevania, and I, I've heard this so many different ways, but Aria of Sorrow. And that's just a cool Castlevania flashback for me. It's really not like a super phenomenal Castlevania, but it's still Castlevania, and I enjoy it. So I've been, I've literally, like, every time I have to sit and do something for more than 10 minutes, and I, like, don't have anything to do with my hands, I'm playing one of those two right now. So, very cool. Yeah, that's awesome. It's been fun. You got a lot of stuff. So going that's on. what I'm playing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that means me. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, as hopefully everybody already knows, I played The Walking Dead. Um, I made it um, up partway through episode three, and then um, everything went horribly wrong, and I lost all my saves, and it really sucked. Um, so then I quit out of anger. So that happened. Uh, but we're Ooh, going to talk about quit. Walking Dead. Rage quit. The same thing happened to me with Kingdom of Amalar. Um, oh, I remember that. that. Yeah, it's like, it's kind of like getting punched in the face and then getting your heart ripped out of your chest. That's what I would compare it to. So, yeah. You know, when you lose all your saves. So anyway, um, but we'll talk more about that later. And then um, I picked up some old, picked back up some old games that I've been playing. So I played through the tropical four modern times expansion again i played through those missions for like i don't know six hours or something and i was excited because there was new dlc missions and stuff um but i bought that game on the stupid fucking gamefly platform and i can't figure out how to get the goddamn dlc i'm sorry for all my cussing it's very frustrating (laughs) though like i did i could not find it anywhere i like could not figure what stupid button i had to click to buy it I hate uh-huh. Gamefly. So anyway, hopefully very soon you'll be getting some updates about DLC for that game. But not yet. Um, of course, I played some multiplayer Black Ops. Um, I also played some Civ Five with Mama. I probably shouldn't have said that. That made me sound lame. Uh, with uh, 
astronaut, uh, and continued playing Skylanders Giants, which I've talked about before. I think I'm about to beat that. And Candy Crush Saga, which Sam already explained. And I love that game a lot. <laughs> like, stupid amount. Stupid amount. Stupid amount. <laughs> so, that's what I've been doing. Very cool. And I just put a Sim Seasons in my in my uh, cart on Steam because they're all the Steam or all the Sim stuff is between fifty and seventy five percent off. Oh wow! Let me know how that is. I'm interested in whether or not I want to play it. Seasons? I just want to see Sim Four at this point, but yeah, I know I want Sim Four so bad. Well, um, a friend of mine said it was really good, so that's that's the only reason I'm springing for it. It's still okay. like twenty bucks because that one is only fifty percent off. Of course, the one I want. Uh, but whatever, it's fine. I'll play it. Yeah. I can't believe they've never had seasons before. I know, that is weird. It seems like they had to have at some point, but apparently they didn't. Not that I remember, yeah. So there you go. Cool beans. Indeed. Very good, very good. Uh, It took us 40 minutes to get through what we're playing. I think that bodes well for us. And I'll go ahead and start. Um, I'm teaching a gender and technology course, um, grad course, this semester. Uh, so we're reading tons of stuff about gender and check technology, while none of the stuff that we're currently reading is specifically about games. Um, it is about gender, um, and it does reference, in most cases, technology. Um, and because I have a lot of folks in that co- in that class who are either doing games research or thinking critically about games, a lot of the conversation is going toward games. Um, so uh, I've been reading um, blah, Fiendberg. I've been reading... I was say, I'm sure Judith Butler wouldn't appreciate being referred to as blah. Blah. <laughs> um, Judith Butler is what we've been reading a lot of this week, gen- just reading Gender Trouble. Um, and that's kind of where kind of the the post for this week for me came from. It's right out of a discussion about Judith Butler um, and gender and feminism. And then started thinking about uh, someone in my class. Uh, one of those students brought up uh, Phyllis Shafley, um, who uh, was a, is a conservative activist um, who has a strong anti-feminist bent and, um, actively crusaded against the Equal Rights Amendment, um, but started thinking about Judith Butler, Phyllis Shafley, and then I immediately started thinking about Margaret Atwood and the notion of freedom to and freedom from in The Handmaid's Tale, Mm -hmm. um, and then connected it back to um, Gabrielle Toledano. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know how you say um, her last who name. Who is an executive at EA who's in charge of hiring, who basically came out and published an article in Forbes last week that said there's no women in the industry um, because they're a bunch of whiny babies that uh, they're a bunch of whiny babies that are not qualified to be in the industry and don't and either aren't gamers or don't want to admit that they're gamers in the first place. Pretty much is what it boils down to. Or maybe I'm just pissed off and reading it wrong. But I think what I wrote was a pretty solid post that connected all of those things together. And I led you down the rabbit hole that is my 
manner of thinking <laughs> to see how I how I started and where I got um, in the post for this week. So definitely check it out. That's what I've been reading. Cool. I'm going to save some time and, and I didn't read a thing. Oh, well, that's nice of you to save time for us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always thinking of you guys. Um, did I talk about uh, Casual Revolution last time? That's the Jesper Jules, right? Yeah. I don't think you did. Okay. So I couldn't remember if I was reading it last time or not. Um, but I'm reading Casual Revolution by Jesper Jules. It's about um, the casual game revolution, quote unquote. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought I was going to hate it. Uh, and I really like it. Like, at least so far, he has some really interesting points. Like, uh, he talks about casual games and why people play casual games. And then sort of the history or not even the history of why casual games are such a casual is such a derogatory terms in the game industry, but he talks about like how fucking crazy it is that that's a derogatory term, first of all, um, for a lot of different reasons. And then, um, talks about like the, the fallout, like what, what do we really lose when we only, when we think of quote unquote casual games as, as a derogatory bad thing. Um, so it's like super thoughtful so far and I'm, I'm really liking it. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, he, um, he talks about casual games. He says that the first games ever made, uh, uh, video games were casual games. And so one of the reasons people like them so much is because it's like a, like a, not, I can't remember the word he uses, like a retro thing. It's like a remembering, like a nostalgia. Um, and he talks about like how crazy it is that people always say, oh, the first games were so hard. They were so this, they were so that. And when he like breaks down, breaks them down, they really, they really were made for a casual audience. Um, someone who is not willing to, or doesn't typically put, um, a lot of time in one session into a game. Like they were made to accommodate people who game in short sessions. Uh, unlike, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the games, um, the hardcore games of today. So I thought like some of those, some of the stuff that he talked about were new ways that I had never thought about casual gaming before. Uh, obviously some of the stuff, obviously um, we've talked about casual gaming a ton, uh, but like that particular point And then a few other things what really stood out to me as interesting. So I dig it. Cool. Uh-oh. It sounds interesting. Yeah, it kind of it's kind of surprised me. It really did. I was like, you can't teach me anything. I know everything about casual games. And then I read like 10 pages and I was like, oh, holy crap. What do you think <laughs> this teaching thing is? Well, just the teacher here. Crazy smart. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He also uh, wrote uh, Half Life. Half, half Real. Half real, damn, half life. Half, I was like, half life, what? Have another dream. Mm-hmm. Half Ow. real, yeah, which is another good book to check out. It's just like, um, and it's so, like, that half real is really a dense book, mm-hmm. um, and this one is not at all, and, and aside from that, like, it is, like, it's not pretentious. It really is not, which is unique for someone, anyone, talking about video games to not be totally pretentious, so... I talk about video games. I'm not pretentious. Well, certainly I wasn't referring to us. We are anti-pretentious, <laughs> I imagine. No, I'm really pretentious. Well, I didn't want to say anything, but if one of us was pretentious, 
It's gotta be me. It's clearly Nicole. It's gotta be. <laughs> yeah. It's, got, oh, it's always me. All right. And next up, what you drinking? Well, pretentious Nicole is drinking nothing as well. I have warm water with a bouillon cube in it. Boom. Ew. What? It's like soup. It's like broth. It's delicious. Ew. No, it's like salty water with fake chicken or beef flavoring. You're goddamn right it is, and it's delicious. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. That's that is exactly, exactly what it is. That's why I love it. Well, because I've been sick for so long, and I have been drinking so much fucking tea. And I was even drinking tea on the last day when we were supposed to record, but then postponed it. For good reason. Mm -hmm. I am drinking a non-warm beverage this day. And I have um, lemonade with mandarin orange vodka. It is like a citrusy, it's like a citrusy party in my mouth. That's fun. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds good. Because I'm going to use that to, rest of that to... uh, Rinse down my uh, prescription cough syrup and make sure I go to sleep after Drugs I'm and alcohol mixed together are fun. Boop boop. <laughs> Remember we talked I'm about me doing kidding. sound effects. I'm going to stop drinking before I take the prescription cough syrup. <laughs> or you could drink more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Pressure. funny. Alrighty. News. News. So these are pretty short and sweet ones, but I wanted to continue updating us on this because I feel like we've been following it since it's been going on. So the THQ assets, and oh man, when I put this on there, it hadn't happened yet. Okay. So we all know THQ, the company who made um, Kingdoms of Amalur, mm-hmm. is they filed for bankruptcy. And they were also being sued by the state of Rhode Island. It is Rhode Island, right? I don't which, know. which who? Who are they being sued by? Which state? It's Rhode Island, right? Who was being sued by Rhode Island? THQ? THQ. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Crap. We've been following this. I'm pretty sure I'm right here. I just wanted to verify it. Either way. Just sound so, like you know what you're talking yeah. about and people will believe it. So Rhode Island. It will be- mm-hmm. Yeah. So they sued them. Um... And they are still trying to sue them. Um, I know that, like, the federal government ended up not finding enough to sue the company. Um, So their assets are being sold title by title, or they were starting to be sold title by title yesterday. Mm -hmm. So the company is being pieced apart, which is really... I mean, we knew it was coming, but it was also, it's it's still sad because I feel like they got really screwed over on some things. Whether or not it was their fault, I guess that wouldn't be screwed over. So either way, if you want to buy a little piece of THQ and you got some, some change laying around, <laughs> those titles are being sold. <laughs> or were uh, sold. Yeah, were sold if they're, if they're not gone already. Um it's kind of like I'm when sure they, they closed are. the borders down here and they like sold everything and then they sold everything for even cheaper that didn't sell and then they sold the shelves that the books were on. I yeah. know, that was crazy. <laughs> I bought a crap ton of books when they did that too. Yep. Just a crap ton of books. Um, so then also something that is very exciting 
uh, with this new system console race that's going on, I think everyone had kind of said that they thought Sony was going to be predicting in the next couple weeks. Well, now they came out and the CEO of Sony, he has said he's going to, you know, hold off. And he's even if they're ready to announce, they're not going to because he wants Microsoft to announce before they do. So the first console we're going to hear about no matter what is Microsoft at this point is going to be the new Xbox. That is hilarious. When and that I happens, still I still say no idea, it's going to be next year. Release next year. I'm I'm starting to be more and more convinced of that, but at the same time, both Microsoft and Sony have no big releases slated for their current systems in the later year. I, I was not. wondering, like, what was going on with that? Like, if they just had announced them yet, or if there wasn't anything? Is there nothing? There's nothing. There's nothing. Huh. Because, like, when I, I had, you know, I had to work this weekend at GameStop, and we were talking about it, and I, I pre-ordered, like, eight games. They all come out by March. Yeah, Every single I've got game a I pre-order too. comes out by March. And then if you look at the list of it, like the only consoles that are putting anything out later in the year is the Wii U. Huh. So, I mean, that's something to kind of sit back and be like, well, then they have to come out with them this year if they're not announcing any games. Or they're just not going to give us games this holiday season, which I don't think they can do. Um, but one of the biggest... Business. Right, exactly. And one of the other biggest things for me, too, that I was thinking of is when Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 came out, we were taking pre-orders on Call of Duty Black Ops 2. So the fact that there wasn't a pre-order for the next Call of Duty is kind of really telling. (laughs) Interesting. So, who knows? I'm sure there are people who know way more than we do, but that's that's all I can can figure out right now. I doubt it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's where we're at. So that's cool. Microsoft <coughs> announce in the next, I mean, months. This, if if they're going to announce, it'll be it'll be soon. This third thing, I don't think it belongs here. That should have been announced like a year ago, right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> What'd you just say to me? No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited either way. I just want to get a new PlayStation system. So yeah. bring it on, Sony and Microsoft. We got to um, get one because Nino Cooney came out today or yesterday. I know. And I want to buy it. <laughs> that is a, it looks like a beautiful game. I know. I want <laughs> it so bad. Uh, all right. Well, and then another exciting thing for PlayStation. Oh, my God. Almost a full, what, year and five months after the game came out? No, less no. than that. Three? A year and three months or so, four months after the game came out. November, yeah. PlayStation 3 is going to get all the Skyrim DLC now in February. Do people even care about Skyrim anymore enough to play the DLC? I don't know if PlayStation anymore but yeah. well i mean it's been a long time but if you if you have you've been playing on a playstation and you haven't played the dlc yet you're probably still waiting for it yeah i mean i would think so i know most people who are hardcore about skyrim like you know any of the elder scrolls like they're gonna play it all through no matter I what so. yeah I so. so there's that yeah Weird. there's my news the news the news there it is news Newsy, newsy, newsy. Newsy, newsy. 
I think we're losing Sam. <laughs> Not losing me. Oh, <laughs> I, I think keep, we're all I, being lost. I'm coughing a, a lot, so I keep pause. I keep muting myself. <clears throat> In case uh, you wonder, you just sounded like you were falling asleep for a second there. Oh, uh, uh-uh. I'm I'm multitasking. I was reading something else. So, sounds um, good. good. So our topic of the week. Topic of the week. It's not a topic at all, but it's kind of a our chance to talk about The Walking Dead. So, if you have not yet played The Walking Dead and you don't want spoilers, now is your time to say goodnight. (laughs) Back out. Game on. Yeah. Game on. You know the rest. Um, Because we're going to talk about The Walking Dead. We are going to spoil the crap out of it if you haven't played it yet. We are leaving nothing left unspoiled. Mm -hmm. So, see you later. Now, to The Walking Dead. Okay. So, definitely good choice for game of the year. Yes? No? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. After you, after I finished playing it, I was like, oh my god, I fully understand why this won. And I was skeptical before I played it. I was like, it doesn't deserve that title, but it does. Okay, so I have to say this, and I had said this before when we talked about the game, is that what this game did for me is it made me care about the other characters, but it didn't make me give a shit about myself. Right? I didn't care about the protagonist. I didn't give a damn what Lee was doing because I wasn't Lee. You know, it was a black man. Okay, I'm black, yes, but I'm not. But I'm not male. Oh, you're not. No, sorry. Me neither. Me neither. Me neither. Me neither. (laughs) Oh, you guys, I am. (laughs) Oh shit. Oh, see, I knew there was. You're off the podcast. (laughs) I'm a dude. Dang it. Um. (laughs) So, (laughs) and that was the thing is it didn't make me care about. I mean. Of course, I was invested in Lee as a character because Lee was me, but I did not have the same kind of feelings for Lee that I had for the other characters. So it's just kind of like, eh. But I and then like- we got to the end of episode four, mm-hmm. and I got bit by a fucking zombie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, no, <laughs> this can't happen. <laughs> Because all this time I had been thinking, <clears throat> I don't really care about Lee. Lee's not, I'm not really invested in Lee. And then all of a sudden, it made me think. I may not have, I didn't have the same caretaker emotions for Lee that I had for other characters. But I cared about Lee in that he was the caretaker for all right. the So he let you be the caretaker. Exactly. that part of your personality. Right. And then yeah. I got bit. And I was like, wait, wait, I'm going to die. I'm going to turn into a fucking zombie. (laughs) What's going to happen to everybody else? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was my first thought. Yeah, so it really kind of freaked me out. And so, I mean, and I just kind of got panicky and panicked. And then, so, you know, in episode four, when it came to it, and they were like, okay, so, you know, your arm is kind of fucked up. You're getting woozy. We can cut this mug off and slow this down. I didn't hesitate. I was like, cut it off. Fuck it. Yeah, me too. I didn't hesitate either. I was like, take my arm right now. Cut it off. I was like, cut it off. I need to make sure these people survive. Right. Because Clem is out there with this guy who's God knows who doing God knows what. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I got to find this kid. I got to find this kid. I got to find my kid. Is you know, is mm-hmm. is exactly, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, come on, mom. Yep. <clears throat> and so yeah, that was that was kind of my biggest kind of, you know, moment in the walking dead was that realization that that while yeah, I did have kind of real emotions for the other characters that I did still have emotions for Lee, but just not in the same way. So, and that was something that I realized as we came to the end. So that hit me at the end of chapter, at the end of uh, chapter four, like a, or episode four, like a ton of fucking bricks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was my moment. Your big moment. That was my big moment. What was your big moment? That's tough. It's really, really tough. I mean, to be totally, truthfully honest, my big moment was the end. Uh, But, I mean, and I knew it was coming, but I thought they were going to give me a happy ending. But, basically, walking, walking Clem through... I mean, we're spoiling this, right? Right. Oh, yeah, I, feel, I feel hesitant. Okay. Walking Clem, this little girl who you've been protecting, and I don't know if you guys chose to kind of teach her how to use a gun and stuff like that. I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I have an obligation to let this girl like live. So, and, and I knew that that's what they were leading up to, that I wasn't going to be able to continue taking care of her. But that moment when she's holding the gun and she's about to shoot you in the face or she's about to shoot Lee in the face, I was like, I can't, there's no part of me that can sit back and not be just totally 100% affected by this part of this game. I mean, it was just like. Did you tell her to kill you? Yes. Did you really? I did. I Hell no. I did. Hell no. I I was handcuffed. I'm handcuffed to something. I'm not going to get away. I'm going to turn. I'm not going to know I'm turned. I am not going to make her live with that for the rest of her life. I made her world weary at 10 years old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she just turned nine. Yeah, okay. So nine-year-old girl, I I told her to shoot me in the face because I was like, you know what? I'm sitting there and they're giving you a lot more time to think about that decision if Mm -mm. if you're going to make her do it or not. I'm sitting there and I'm like, what was the point of me teaching her how to do these things if I can't have her do the most difficult thing. Because Ooh. from this point on, like, she has to make these hard decisions that you were making the whole time you were playing that game, right? I no, mean, I... dude. I Nicole, she had <laughs> just seen her parents as zombies. There is no way I was going to make her shoot me. Yeah, I made her shoot me. because I, I was mean... not going to make her shoot me. One, she didn't need to She didn't need to do that in my mind, right? In my mind, it was like, no, she doesn't need to have that hanging over her head for the rest of her life because she's already having a difficult enough time. But you know she can shoot somebody because she had already done it. She had already shot somebody. She had, um, she had already shot a zombie, right? She had already shot a zombie. She had already hacked homeboy with the axe back at the hotel, or the about the hatchet or the meat cleaver. That's what it was. Yeah, so, whatever you gave her. Right, whatever. You, so I was good with with her, with me knowing that she could protect herself. But I was not gonna make her kill me. No, I couldn't do that. <laughs> I, oh had, I, I had to. I had to because my whole thought process was that, like, 
the bit one of the other biggest things about this game for me was the fact that every decision that I made, I was totally just like heartbroken every time I had to do it. Like the first time they made you choose, which was between um Herschel's son and Kenny's son. Duck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Duck. Oh my god. First of all, I had no idea what the effect of my making this decision was, which I think was really good of, of them. They didn't really, I mean, you're in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. And you're just picking. And my first thought is, of course, I'm going to get the kid first. I can save the other guy later. Well, they don't give you that option. You right. can only save one. And so that whole time, like, as I'm slowly going through that and making those harder decisions, I was like, this is what Walking Dead is all about for me at this point. Like, this, the TV series, the comic book series, and now the game is like, you have nobody that you can really even be attached to anymore because everyone's going to die and it's going to be horrific. And if she's going to survive, she had to kill me. That was my thought process. She had to do it. She had to. She has to learn to let go. To prepare Mm -hmm. herself, a hardened self for this new world. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I totally made her have no soul, but I had to. I had to. Mm Mm-mm. Sam and I are no longer speaking. No, no we're not speaking to each other anymore. <laughs> we are funny. not speaking. <laughs> so, Alex, what were the big decisions that you had to make, though? Like, what, what was the biggest one that affected you? Oh, well, I mean, I didn't get as far as you guys, so I'm only up to the third. So, let me think. Um, you know what also kind of sucked is that... Um, for some reason, my game glitched and it lost all of my choices between the second and third episode. So I have no idea what happened, but none of my decisions transferred. So like, I killed the dad, that that heart attack guy, but they but but then Kenny was all mad at me for not killing him, and or like I took the food at the very end of episode two, and they were like, "How could you not have taken that food?" And then like when they did the recap videos, it was like all these opposite decisions of what I really did. Oh, yeah. So it was kind oh, of like, cool. I was kind of frustrated at that point. Like, when I, as I was playing through episode three, I was kind of like, ugh, this is stupid because it doesn't keep any of my decisions. So, like, all the stuff that I had been banking, like, all my friendship with Kenny, I always sided with Kenny, you know, so I'd have a buddy mm-hmm. that, like, was all gone now. And I don't, I didn't care for, what's her name? The daughter of the heart attack Lily. guy. Lily. Lily. Yeah. Lily, but all the decisions it gave me sided with Lily, so then she had to be my friend, but I shot her anyway. Or not shot her, but left her by the side of the left road. Left on the side of the road. Um, oh, you shot Lily? Left on the left side, on of, the road. side of the road. Oh, I I didn't. I was too affected by the fact that, uh, I mean, did, did, what was her name? Carol? No. Carly or something. Carly. Yeah. Did she die in both of yours, too? Yeah, she got oh, shot she died by in Lily. Mine, yeah. yeah. Man, I was affected by that. I was like, I can't leave this other woman on the side of the road. Yeah, but she no, shot no, her. Mine didn't. I then I didn't take her. I, I didn't save her back at the drugstore. Oh, you oh, saved you chose Doug. Doug? Mm-hmm. Who chooses Doug? Look, Look don't nothing. hate. Okay. <laughs> did, did you save Herschel's son too instead of Duck or what? Oh no, we got Duck. And you know what? I really regretted. But you know what? You got Duck no matter Doug. what. You got no Duck way. no matter what. Yeah, no, you got Duck no matter what because I tried to save the son and um, it didn't work. And then Kenny was pissed at me. Interesting. Wow. You know, I I really regretted that Duck was alive. Because he's like, annoying. 
Yeah, super annoying. I just... He's an idiot. Um, yeah. yeah, you can't get rid of Duck anyway. The critiques of the game that I've been reading talk about how the choices you make, like it's like the brilliance of this game is the fact that it doesn't let you ever feel like you're on rails. Um, but the critiques I've been reading um, have been saying that you really are on rails and no matter what you do, the outcome in the end is kind of the same. And even in, like, those major decision-making moments, it still forces you. So, like, in that case, you choose the other guy instead of Duck. Well, they really wanted you to choose Duck. Or if you choose not to kill the father, Kenny kills the father anyway. Um, like, things yeah. like that. So, I, I, I don't know, like, but when I play through, like, the choices totally change the story that I'm experiencing, which is what I care about. I don't care about, like, the actual path as much as like just what I'm feeling and experiencing from the story mm -hmm. so, so like someone asked me if it was worth I, it. they played the first episode and they liked it and they asked if it was worth going back and making different decisions and I said I thought it was because if, as long as you're playing for the actual story because it does change yeah or at least I mean, my, my go ahead I'm no, you're fine. My my biggest thing in playing it, and like like okay, so when my boyfriend was playing it, um, he only played the first three, just like you, Alex. So when he was playing it, he kept getting worried that he was making the wrong decision, and I kept telling him, I'm like, that's like part of the like great effect of this game is that for one, I don't think there ever is a wrong decision, right. and two, like. If you're acting on your instincts and that's the decision you made, like you have to live with that in real life. You make those choices as quickly as they make you do. And you can't go back. You can't change it. So like to sit back and worry about whether or not you made the right choices. And if you're doing it the right way, like you just, you can't do that. I don't think you can let yourself think that. Yeah. The fact that there was no clear right wrong answer was one of my favorite things. Yeah. There was no right or wrong. It's just like it would just tell you, but it was there was always that ominous, ominous Clementine will remember you said that. I know. I oh, I know. God, the first time that came up, I was like, oh God, what did I do? I know, I know. And that freaked me out every time. So it was like I was always up against the, I was always like up against the wall on a fucking decision because I would sit there and try to go, okay, what's so and so going to think? What's so and so going to think? What's so and so going to think? And I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to do what I would, I would normally do. Yeah. What I thought and, was hard, too, is that, like, sometimes I thought I was telling the truth, but I was lying. And it's like, Clementine will remember you lied. And I was like, no, what? I was trying to tell the truth. <laughs> like, damn it, she's going to hate me. I'm just oh, trying yeah. to be a good parent. I think I just want to be a good parent. Or a babysitter. <laughs> yeah, babysitter. Temporary parent. But still, I mean, that was the thing, too, is, like, he kept getting worried that he was insulting her and he wanted to be sure that he was just doing right by her. And I, I think in some ways you could somewhat go wrong by that. I mean, I did right by her like the whole time. Like when she said yeah. she didn't want to take the food from that car, I was like, I don't either. If Clementine doesn't want to, I'm going to stand by her side. Cause if she's taking a morally right thing, like I'm going to be with her on it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I understand what you're saying. But she's a kid, I'm and kids have side. very clear ideas of right and wrong, and don't have clear ideas of where their next fucking meal is going to come from. I agree, Sam. It, yeah, that was a so choice, you like, both chose to take it. Hell yes, fuck yeah, because she doesn't know what she's saying. She doesn't know what she is 
giving up, right? They don't have the rationality. They don't have the mind. No, they don't have the ability to really rationalize yet. yet. No, she well, needs to eat. No, I want to feed half my food to my pony. Well, you fucking can't because you'll die. <laughs> so, eat the shit out so of wait, shut up. So how did that? How did that make you guys feel then when the guy who kidnapped her was because of the food you took? I mean, Alex, I guess you didn't get to experience that. Well, and Sam, also, I... it's when it started over, it gave me different decisions. So. Well, okay, so in the end, Alex, what happens is the guy who, who snatches Clementine, who's been talking to her on the radio or whatever, because mm-hmm. um, did you get to that part when you realize that she's been talking to somebody on the walkie-talkie? No. Huh? No. Okay, so she's been talking to somebody on the walkie-talkie who's waiting for her to get to Savannah, right? And, he's and of course, he's apparently telling her not to tell anybody, but... Um, Lee finds out because he hears the guy's voice on the on the walkie-talkie. When they get to Savannah, when when Lee tells her they can't go looking for her parents because he knows they're dead because everybody in Savannah's dead, she runs off when he's sleeping. So the guy grabs her, and then you learn when you meet the guy face to face because he calls you, he, he waits for you to get to the hotel, and he's gonna kill you. Um, that he snatched her because you took the food from the station wagon and because you took the food from the station wagon, um, his wife ultimately, because it was, as he said, his wife, you know, took his daughter and left, um, and they got killed by zombies. Um, but what it really is, is his wife left him because he had taken their son out hunting and lost them and have shit to do with the fact that they didn't have any food. Um, she was already mad. Um, <laughs> so, so did she not get snatched for you then, Nicole? No, she did. She did. Because oh. you were with the group. Like, everyone else in your group takes the food, even if you don't. So, like, Clem and I stood on the side. And they kept trying to offer us stuff. Like, here's a sweatshirt for Clem. Like, it's going to get cold. And I, as, me, as Lee, I was like, no, like, we're, we're fine. Because Clem looked at me and she was like, I don't want to do it. So we didn't participate at all. And what ended up happening with that guy is he was like, you know, you led the group that took that stuff. And even if you say you didn't take it and you didn't participate, they were your people and you should learn how to control them better. Hmm. That's so, I mean, either way, but I didn't feel nearly as guilty for it, though, because I well, didn't clearly, take clearly, Sam didn't feel didn't, guilty either. Yeah. Hell no, because I fed those people. I agree, man. Yeah. There's a time to make the right decision, and there's a time to make the hard decision. Boom. Write it down. Alex Lane, 2013. January 2013. (laughs) There's a time to make the right decision and a time to make the hard decision. Yeah. I, I, I mean, whether it was right or wrong, I felt good about the decision in the end because... I, I mean, after what we had just been through at that house and we walked back, like, yeah, everyone was just, like, looking for food and looking for some sort of salvation. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she was like, I don't feel right about this. I didn't feel right about it either. Like, walking up to that car, I was like, something's not right. Like, this doesn't feel right. And then she said no. I was like, yeah, I'm not taking it. I can't. I just can't Nicole, if you ever have children, I want you to call me five years after you have your first child and tell me you still do that. <laughs> I, would, I know. I know. Think about <laughs> Zelda. Okay. Hmm? Zelda could go out without some food for a day. That was more than a day's worth of food, man. That's enough food to keep you alive, keep you strong. (laughs) Everybody was already all weak and shit because you had been in that hot hold up in that damn hotel so long. 
You were barely yeah, well, alive. You have been sharing granola bars and shit. No, man, food. Most of, them, most of them had taken a couple bites of human up until this point, too. Oh, so. that's pretty, yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> I couldn't stop them fast enough. I couldn't either. I couldn't either. Did like, you stop them before they ate the bodies? Oh, they got the dude, Alex? No. Uh, what? No, what? Which one? Did you stop them before they ate the dude at the, Did at I the, stop? At the cannibal well, house? Not everybody. I stopped Clem. Oh, see, I didn't get her fast enough either. I felt bad about that. That's I the one thing I felt bad about. You let your child eat another man's legs? Dude, it wasn't on purpose. I couldn't get her <laughs> fast enough. Samantha. <sighs> I could not get to her fast enough. I couldn't either. Yeah, she took a bite. And then she and then later on, when you're in the freezer, she's like, what did I eat? I was like, I don't know. Don't talk about it. Just don't think about it. I don't know. Tell her. Shit. Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. It wasn't a it dude. It was chicken. Just think it was chicken. Yeah, it was not a dude. It was not his leg. Yeah, oh my god, that's his leg. Okay, so did you? I guess Sam, this one was only for you then too. Did you um, keep Ben around? Where? Like oh, the, you mean when it when he was? I think that you're at the top of that tower or whatever. I dropped his ass. He was really getting on my nerves. Oh, man. I felt so bad for that kid. He was really getting... One, he was the one who had been, like... Who had who had brought the the the, the cannibals in in the first place. Because, you know, he's trading with them and shit. Because he thinks he's grown and he's a fucking high school kid. Then he lied about it. And then, you know, that was why we ended up leaving Lily by the side of the road. I was like, I should have let her shoot you in the fucking face. Um, cause I was mad cause I lost Doug fucking around trying to save him. Um, and then, you know, he's just whining all the time. And then he had let Clem wander off by herself and was giving me attitude because, you know, then he was like, I feel so guilty. I have to tell him. I'm like, dude, if you tell him he's going to kill you, that you got his wife and his kid killed, he's going to kill you. When he's talking about, when he was saying he had to tell Kenny what happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, so he was really starting to get on my nerves. So it was like, do you pull him up? Do you save him? I was like, let his ass go. I am tired. (laughs) (laughs) No love for Ben. No love for Ben. Bye-bye. See you later. I was like, and that'll slow them down enough for the rest of us to get away. (laughs) Yeah. See, and when you're in that school, too, and he, like, takes your your axe or your hatchet or whatever out of the door. Takes it out of the door and lets all the damn zombies out. Dude, what is your problem? Like, where did you come from? (laughs) I just took it out of that door that it was bracing shut. Yeah, see, you (laughs) got to die. (laughs) (laughs) I need to drop you to your death. (laughs) Oh my god, that's so funny. No, I I agree. He was he was getting on my nerves and it was like, you know, but a lot of the things I felt like he was trying to do right by me and he was just failing miserably and I I couldn't I could not let myself feel guilty for letting him drop, so I pulled him up. But I mean, the whole time I'm basically regretting it. And then he dies, so he dies there for you. Well, he dies from falling for me, too. Like when you're with Kenny and then the the couple mm-hmm. and you're jumping from like that one house's balcony onto some other rooftop mm-hmm. he jumps it breaks and he falls and it stabs him through like his chest oh. and it, 
Yeah, and then Kenny goes down there and he tries to protect them and they get swarmed and Kenny dies there too. Oh, Kenny died there for you. Yeah. See, Kenny, because I, I didn't have him, so the balcony never broke. The balcony came loose a little bit when Kenny jumped. Um, but it wasn't until we were like another building or two down um, that Kenny was walking up behind me and he was playing around and he bumps into me. He goes, move on. And I dropped the walkie-talkie down into an opening in one of the buildings. And Krista jumps down to get it because I'm like, well, we can't find Clementine without it. That's our only lifeline to her. Krista jumps down to get it, but then she can't get back out. And Kenny had just given this big monologue about, you know, how his wife would be telling him constantly that we need to protect each other. It's all about helping each other. It's not about being all out for self. And he was like, yeah, how am I going to leave her down there now after I said that? So he jumps down, helps Krista out and, and the zombies get him. Mm. Yeah. See, wow. See, that's wildly different to me. Yeah. That totally changes Kenny's character. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah, he goes and saves because, Well, he away. needs some redeeming characteristic because he was a whiny mother. He was he really sure on my was, nerves. Right. I can't. Yeah. Like, Alex is like, I wanted Kenny to be on my side. Kenny got on my nerves. I guess because I always did what I wanted to do and not what Kenny wanted to do because I was not going to let Kenny tell me what to do. So he was constantly whining at me. Hmm. And then mm-hmm. it was like, whiny, whiny, whiny. Oh, my wife killed herself. Oh, oh I can't. Let's get a boat. Let's get a boat. Uh, you know, I can't kill my own kid. Okay, yeah, I can understand that part. Like I said, if he was a zombie, I'd be feeding her. But um, <laughs> you'd be the governor. I'm gonna mark that down for who I let in my apocalypse shelter. <laughs> <laughs> Do not let Sam and P in my zombie apocalypse. You better shelter. let me in. <laughs> not just feeding your kid people. I mean, who who are you picking up kids for? I mean. Uh-huh. Who's going to be the food? It's going to be Alex. Mm -hmm. It's going to be Alex. Exactly. Look. Look nothing. (laughs) Look. (laughs) You better let me in. Let me just say that. Yeah, I totally (laughs) will. Don't worry about it. We'll worry about it when it gets here. (laughs) So, um, did you, did you shoot duck? Heck yeah, I shot duck. (laughs) Man, I felt so obligated to shoot him. I mean, when Katja killed herself, I was like, oh, my God, seriously, like this poor dude. And then he was all like whiny and quiet after that. I mean, obviously, I understand. I mean, yeah, but I also. okay, so you wouldn't make a man kill his own kid, but you would make a kid kid kill her father figure. She needed to survive. Okay. Yeah, Kenny wasn't gonna live. He had to. He wanted a boat. It's seriously, boat is the worst plan. Why is boat the worst plan? Because the boats. I mean, the boats. I I knew there weren't gonna be any boats there when Kenny's got this finagled uh, idea in his brain that there were gonna be boats at these docks. I'm like, that's the first thing everyone else thought of. Uh, I see boats there. Yeah, so you show up at the dock and there's there's literally not a boat in sight. Well, there's the one that crashed. Yeah. Um. No, see, I, I I don't get that. I because I, I didn't know. I wasn't sure that there weren't going to be boats. I didn't think it was going to work, but I wasn't sure there was going to be there weren't going to be boats. Yeah, I knew there wasn't going to be a boat. And I can understand not making a man kill his own child, but at the same time, I'm also not going to make a child kill her parent. No, she killed. <laughs> she shot me right in the face. She did a good job. 
I'm sure if she shot you right she in the made face. You proud, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was a proud, proud papa. <laughs> I mean, I was a dead proud papa, but I was proud nonetheless. <laughs> I did not. I didn't have her shoot me one because because at the same time, I think he's not dead. Oh, he was bit. He was he was dying. But he cut his arm off. I don't think it worked. No, nope. I think that in chapter two, if you didn't shoot him, he's coming back, and he won't come back for you because you shot you shot him in the face. Yep, I sure did. <laughs> That would be a weird thing to hold against somebody, though. Shoot me, shoot me, shoot me. Oh, you shot me. Fuck you, man. <laughs> what would you do that for? I'm still Before. alive. What's wrong with you? No, I definitely... I mean, it was, it, was, it was a tough decision, but it was one I felt right by. Again, I mean, I, I had to feel right by all my decisions, and that's what I decided. And when she was walking away, I mean, obviously she's upset either way because she, in her mind, in her mind, you're dead no matter what. So when she's walking away, I mean, either way. Why make her waste a bullet then? That girl's hurting. Because you're still a zombie. You could break could've, free. Yeah, you could rip your own arm off and come get her. But then he had no arms because he had already cut off the other one. So then I can be like Michonne and you can cut yeah. off his jaw. Uh-huh. Carry him around like a pet. On a leash. Yep. I'm down for that. I am down for that. Okay, so what other okay, so you made you did you killed you killed Duck. What about the kid in the attic that had starved to death? I killed him. Yeah, I killed him too. Yeah. And took him out and buried him in the backyard. With the yeah, dog. I, I did too. That was rough. That, that was, was pretty rough. rough. Yeah, that was really rough. That was. The kid scenes were really rough for me. Yeah. The kid scenes were really rough for me. They were definitely the more difficult ones. I mean, like I said, at the very end, I don't care who you are, you could have a piece of coal for a heart. And that was just like, I can't believe I'm in this situation. I can't believe I'm going to die. I can't believe that I'm leaving this girl that I've cared so much for. And she's, yeah, she's nine years old. I can't believe you're gonna, I'm going to make her shoot me in the face. I can't believe I'm going to make her shoot me in the face. I mean, I I mean, did you make her cut her hair and everything too? Like, I make her was... cut her hair. I made yeah. her cut her hair. That I was a good too. point. That's just, you know, that's like a handle for zombies. Yep. So she cut her hair. That should have grown back. Yeah, she was sad about it, though. That's okay. She'll, be, she'll get over it. We're going to cut my hair? See, that's that she irrational says... kidness. Just like with the food. Right. I, I cut her hair. I cut it, but yeah. I, don't, I don't feel good about it. <laughs> you got to do that. I mean, you got to keep them safe, right? I mean, kids are kids think in those terms, right? Of parents have a specific goal in life. One, to love you. Two, to keep you safe, right? <clears throat> because P says that all the time, you know, when she thinks about parents and even when she thinks about parenting her own her own babies, she talks in terms of keeping them safe. And for me, keeping them safe is being able to feed her, even if she doesn't like the fact that the food is stolen, is keeping her little ass alive and cutting her hair. So the zombies can't just catch her as she runs her little ass by. And having her murder you so that you don't rip your arm off and attack her. No, 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 nope. I was already, she was on her way out the door. 
I was not yet dead and and I was handcuffed to a chair. I was not going to be able to get her. I was fine with knowing that. Now, if I had not been, I would have had her shoot me in the face three times, but there was no way that I could get to her. So no, I was not going to have her shoot me in the face. I did not want her stuck with that decision for the rest of her life. And I will not change that. Damn <laughs> you both. <laughs> See, that's the thing too, though, is... I mean, you decided for her. She didn't really have... I mean, in her eyes, she didn't have much of a choice in the matter. Not that... I mean, not that that makes it any better. I'm just saying. I am just saying. I stay. I still stand by my decision. I can totally understand what you're saying for sure, but I, I had to have her do it. I just had to. <laughs> I just had to. But that's the beauty of this game, right? Is that we can make these wildly different decisions and it affects us in totally different ways because we're obviously both very, like, set in our decision. It's like the end of Bastion. We all almost killed each other over what we chose for the end of Bastion. Really? Remember Sam? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was that's calling people thing. colonizers and yeah. Because <laughs> so, Sam's so convinced she's right. I'm that... always right. Yeah. See? Exactly. It's a bit difficult to argue with. There's only one way to play all games, and that is my way. That's right. That's right. So, kind of a moot point. Of course it is. Of course it is. Okay, so other interesting questions. Yeah, I say, well, anyway, let's go back for a second. Another reason I didn't like Kenny. Kenny left me hanging in a drugstore. Do you remember that? Fuck that shit. What was that all about? Yep. Kenny left me hanging in the drugstore. He was going to make me zombie lunch. He's like, oh, you got up, didn't you? Are you kidding me? No. Listen here, I'm going to shoot your kid in the face for this. <laughs> oh, God, that's so funny. Actually, you know what, though? Now that I'm thinking of it, I think he saved me. Now, see, he, he left me hanging. I think you did say he saved you when you and I talked about that. I think yeah. that he saved me. Why would he save you? Oh, is that in episode three? No, that's at the no, end. No, that's of... back when they were in his parents' drugstore and um, oh, where were they? Yeah, because they were going back. They were at the motel. At the right. Time they were going back. But see, I had done everything for Kenny up to that point. So why the fuck didn't he save me? I don't know. I did everything for his kid and for Katja. I did everything for Duck and Katja. Yeah. So me I too, think man. that saved me. I'm go- I'm I'm going back through it. I'm gonna do everything mean to Kenny now. What a jerk. Yeah, see? No, he left me hanging in the drugstore, and I never forgot that. Yeah, that's good. It, he was being a just an absolute tyrant that whole time on that, that, that trip to get supplies. Yeah, he was just like, I mean, all he would do was complain and talk yeah. about how you're making bad decisions and whatever, but man, I wanted to punch him in the face that whole time, but then he saved me, so yeah. I was cool with him for a little bit and then i and then i god he was so annoying oh no i got that was when the when the bookshelf started falling and you Mm -hmm. were all like pinned and shit he was standing over by the door watching like damn they gonna eat your ass yeah and you got made eye contact with him and he's (laughs) like he's like basically like eh fuck you dude like all right cool you're gonna die i get to take control of this group finally i know Mm mm-hmm yeah. Oh, see, we didn't talk about this. So Lily stole the RV when we got to the train. Oh, did she? Because I didn't leave her by the side of the road. Oh. 
I kept her. So she was basically being watched by all of us because, you know, she just shot Carly. Um, and so we're all investigating the uh, the train and she's hanging back in the RV and all of a sudden it starts up and takes off because all of a sudden Kenny's like, huh, I left the keys in the RV. And it was like, dude, seriously, like our fugitives in there. And yeah, and she totally stole the RV. I don't know. See, she didn't steal mine because she wasn't there. Yeah, she was dead already. That's crazy. Well, you don't know that she was dead. Did you prepare um, the the couple? God, I can't remember his name because it was weird. Did you prepare them to take Omid. care of them? Omid, that's right. Omid and Krista. Yeah. Did you prepare them to take care of Clem? Because I know there's a point where it gives you that option to be like. Yeah, really I was like, this. yeah, it's like you're going to have to be her parents. Yeah, yeah, I did that too. I did too. Because, I, I mean, I was pretty sure I was going to die, right? Because he was just talking about being dead pretty much the whole time. So I was like, yeah, you're going to have to be her parents, you know? Because you could say, you could do that, or you could say you got to find her parents. Everybody's dead, dude. You're not finding her parents. Yeah. You're not going to find yeah. her any parents. Yeah. Now, he wasn't saying find the parents that she was born to, but he was saying find parents for her. Yeah. And Krista was already knocked up, too. I know, God, I know. Did they never actually come out and say that? No, he did come out. At one point, he came out and said, you're jumping for two, or you're eating for two, or you're doing something for two. But at the same time, she was chugging back whiskey. Exactly. I know. that. I was a little confused. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty strange. Yeah. So I definitely thought that she was prego. Prego yeah. was prego. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I built them up. Um, I built them up to be her caretakers as well. I was like, "You gotta take care. I'm not gonna make it. You gotta right. do it for me." I think you had to. Yeah. Except I think I'm coming back in the next episode. I'm convinced. I don't think so. I think I'm you probably were. not. But I like that you oh, can let dead. me have my delusions. Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm dead for sure, so I hope well, yeah, we get to shot come back. Face. Yeah, right in the face. She's a good shot, that Clem. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, though? Okay, what are both your predictions for what the next one will be? Do you pick up as Clem and you're a little bit older? Or are you going to play like Krista or what's his name? Omid? Me. Omid? Are you going to play one of them? I'd love to be Clem. I would love to be a teenaged Clem. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. That's what I'm hoping for. But this I don't time, know. she's probably a murdering machine. Sorry. Oh Mine, yeah. 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 She's a zombie kill. She's a zombie killing machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm wondering if that's going to be too big of a gap of time for them because, like, and you know, and it's the same writers as the comic book series, and you know, those writers are also on the TV show, and both of them, they're very good at. I mean, I think in the comic books, so through 106 issues, they've it's probably been like two, maybe three years, and she won't be a teenager by then. So I'm wondering if they're like, you know. Yeah, she'll be their like time 11 by very the slowly. Yeah, they're taking the time frame very slowly and everything else. So I wonder if they're going to follow that through with this. Mm-hmm. I would love a teenage Clem. I would too. I think that'd be phenomenal. 
Or do you think we won't even see her again? I mean, obviously everyone's obsessed with her, but I have a feeling that we're not going to see Clem again. Oh, I think Clem's coming back. I hope they so. got to bring Clem back. If they don't bring Clem back, I'm going to be pissed. Let me just write like, write a little email to Telltale Games right now and let mm-hmm. them know. Yeah. Here it is. If Clem doesn't come back, I'm going to be pissed. Start it with, look. <laughs> look, let me help you understand this. <laughs> if Clem is not back, the wrath of Samantha Blackman will be You all will not get my $20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least I yeah. won't tell you you got my $20. Yeah, I, I, they've, they've gotten a lot more of my dollars. Well, Telltale hasn't, but the writers of The Walking Dead, everything, have gotten lots of my dollars. Because those compendiums are 60 bucks a piece. That's crazy. <laughs> and there's two of them. <laughs> oh. So, they got all my dollars. They got all your dollars. It's worth it. Oh my gosh. Seriously, if you are into Walking Dead the game and you're into Walking Dead the series, you can do no better for yourself than pick up Compendiums 1 and 2 because it is phenomenal. It is really, really good. I don't know. I I think everyone should be reading it. Plus, it's my first like actual sit-down graphic novel. Like I'm going to read all of these through. And I'm really excited for that fact, too. Well, it would be nice if, you know, I could get it, like, on my Kindle or something. Yeah, I looked for that, too, and it's totally not, because obviously they it's, you know, the whole graphic novel thing. Because apparently that should correlate to something. I don't know if it does, but... Eh. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I've explained all my decisions, for the most part. The ones that mattered, at least. Yeah. The ones I experienced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for you to keep playing after hearing us talk about it. I'm excited to see what that'll change your future decisions Yeah, Sam, Sam sent me some uh, ways to try and get back my game, so the second that that happens, I'm definitely in. Otherwise, I'm going to play somebody else's that have, like, unlocked their episodes and go back um, and play. That'll make sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. So, there's hope for me. Yeah, you gotta finish it, for sure. Yeah, I definitely will. So, any other... uh, Those are our big predictions for for the next chapter. I'm anxious for the next chapter. I really am. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I am, too. And I know there's not really... There's not any really big talk of when it's even gonna happen, is there? There's no talk about when it's gonna happen. What, what, What Telltale has said is that they're trying to make sure that the... The, um... Your decisions from the first chapter carry over into the second. Okay. So it will directly affect the other one. Uh-huh. This one. Oh, that's cool. I'm excited for it. I think that they did this whole, like, your decisions changing the way things happen thing way differently than other games have done this far. Um, I'm liking it a lot. I mean, whatever, whatever they do, I'm excited for. See, so that kind of tells you, Alex Lane, you have to go back and, uh, Play your own game so you can save your saves. Well, I would like to. For chapter two. I would like to. Yeah, whenever you get some free time, just do it all. Do it all. Just play it little by little. That's what I did. I played I played each episode up until the last two. I played each episode when they came out. Mm-hmm. Like, it came out that day, and that night I played it through. 
I dedicated a weekend to it. Nice. Yeah. I just finished it all in one weekend. Which I think is a good way to do it, because I felt more impacted by my decisions. But I don't think it would change it that much to not play it through that that quickly. Right. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's exciting stuff. Very exciting stuff. That's fun. We should do that more often. I'll finish one game and have a spoiler episode. That's a good idea. <clears throat> yeah, I do like that. That's a good idea. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so, down to our favorite part of the show. <laughs> uh, deals for broke-ass gamers. Um, and there wasn't a whole lot of stuff out right now. Um, something you want to check out. Um, we've, we've had the humble bundles and the indie bundles and all these other bundles. There's a new bundle called the indie free bundle, which just bundles free indie games and gives them to you. And you can get it at the free There's some pretty awesome. awesome games there. Um, so you get free, you get free indie games. So right now they have Nitronic Rush, Ascension, um, I'm Scared, Abobo's Big Adventure, uh, Treasure Adventure game, and this other game here called Celestial Mechanica. Um, and there's some cute little games. Definitely check them out. But guess what? You know what? They're free. So it doesn't matter if you don't like them because you didn't pay for them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's always at least one kind of surprise game in the bunch. So definitely check that out. Um, Amazon has um, some games for a couple games for 20 bucks off, a couple for $10 off. Those are just varied in the Sunday and they're fairly new. But um, Halo 4 and Borderlands 2 are both $39.99 at Amazon right now. That's a great deal. It is. So it's like 20 bucks off. If you haven't picked up either of those and you want to play them, now's the time. Um, Target. I shouldn't tell Alex Lane this because, you know, she's trying to collect every single one of them. Well, I am. But the, but the thing is, like, that's not that good of a deal. And, like, it's the regular, not. like, t- whatever price at Best Buy is cheaper than that anyway. So, whatever. Sorry, I'll let you say it. Go ahead. The Skylanders so single characters are buy two, get one fifty percent off. That's like three dollars. Like shut up. Shove it. Shut up. Like four dollars. They're cause they run eight ninety nine, nine ninety nine for the giants. Still though, like Best Buy sells them for like six bucks online, so Oh shut up. Um well, I don't know why that drew a shut up, but okay. Fair enough. I'm joking. Uh Midweek Madness on Steam. All, all Sims 3 and Sims 3 DLC is 75% off. It's between 50 and 75. I wish it was all 75. Or up to 75% off. You're absolutely right. I read that wrong. I read it wrong too. And I was jacked. And then I was sad. And then you were sad. <laughs> and then I was sad. Um, Chaos on Deponia, which is the second, I think, in the series of the Deponia games, um, is a point-and-click adventure game, is on sale as well for 66% off. Um, It is $6.79. I want to say it's the second. It may be. The Deponia games are actually pretty fun. Um, 
So check that out. Um, Lego Lord of the Rings, if you want to try that after our last glowing review of it last week. Um, it's on Midweek Madness this week. It's 50% off, so you can get it on Steam for 15 bucks. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, and then, of course, there's always the varied and the sundry games for different amounts off. Yeah, they always have a bunch of stuff between 10 That's and off, like Strike Suit, Strike Suit Zero was 20% off. Um, oh, Sims Plus Pet, but I already said that is okay. uh, 66% off for 17 bucks. So go check it out. See what's on sale at Steam. Check out all the other ones. If you find good sales that we didn't find, hey, tell us. Maybe we'll rush out and buy it. Mm-hmm. I need to buy more games. Like, I need a hole in the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, same here. Hole in the head but by I'll your buy daughter. Him. I'll buy him. <laughs> What'd you say? Hole in your head by your daughter, Clem. Oh, you stopped talking about yep. my baby. Um, and oh, also what came out this week was uh, the Double Fine game, The Cave. Oh, oh that's right. When it was kickstarted, it came out this week. It's 15 yep. bucks. It's pretty much 15 bucks everywhere. It's at, and it, it's available on Steam. Um, it's available on um, the 360. It's available on the Wii U. It's available on the PlayStation. I don't know if it's available on iOS yet. It's it's for PC and Mac. Um, So it's on Steam. And um, it's full controller controller support, which is always important for me on Steam. Um, Because, you know, then that gives me the ability to buy whichever version is cheapest as long as I can use my controller. Um, But I don't know if it's available on iOS yet. Um, but it is available on all those platforms and it dropped this week and I'm hearing really good things about it. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to, I actually downloaded the demo on my, uh, on my 360. So I'm looking forward to, uh, checking that out probably tonight after, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) after we finish talking and I stop coughing. Yep. Mm. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I was. I've been muting myself as I've been hacking up a lung up until this point. <clears throat> I didn't do a great job of it that time. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. No, it doesn't look like it's on iOS yet, but it is on, as I said, Mac and PC, PS3, Xbox 360, and the Wii U. Check it out. Definitely. And that I think would be our deals for broke ass gamers. Woohoo! Yeah. Um, our next episode, wow, is going to be episode freaking fifty. Can you believe it? Ding 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 ding! Woohoo! And hopefully, episode. it'll be super exciting. Because mm-hmm. we're at two years now. Yep. We are at two years, and we've been doing this for two years. I've been doing it for one. Woo! Yeah. Congrats. Two freaking years. Can you believe it? We'll, we'll, no. we'll do something cool for the next episode. We'll do something cool for the next episode. I'm sure it's going to involve alcohol. Well, we're not. I hope so. Can we play the next episode as our opener music for it? Can we do that? Because we keep saying next episode. And... What? Huh? I... <laughs> I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. Uh-oh. I'm afraid. Yeah. I can't I can't explain this over Okay. Well, I mean, right. I could. It would just take too long. Okay. Well, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we're going to figure out something very cool to do for our next episode because it's episode 50. We've been doing this for, we've had this thing going for two years. I'm still having fun. I don't know about you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm having a good time. 
Alex went, mm. Yeah. So I did, uh, and I said, mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you said, uh. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, until next time, it is bitterly cold, mm-hmm. and people are like, Falling left and right from the flu, including Alex Lane, who's sick again this this podcast. But oh my gosh, I know. So stay warm, stay well, and as always, kill some zombies. <laughs> yes. Game on. Game on. Game on. <laughs>